Hi, welcome to Unsubscribe, the podcast where we are in a walk-in closet. Yes, I am in my mom's walk-in closet right now um, with a mic on a box, propped up on a box, and then I have my laptop next to me, and we're all just, I'm like sitting crisscross applesauce, right? So we went from sit down and sock phone to cramped in a closet and crying into the clothing. That's right. Now, because this is a very small closet, you and I are in very close quarters. I'm right next to you. All the asexuals are like, oh my god, no! Personal space! Oh my god, I can't deal with this. So, I'm gonna try not to move a whole lot because if I move the cord, which I think I just did, you will be able to hear it. So, I'm in my PJs right now. Okay, this is the longest intro. I'm sorry. I said I wasn't gonna... I have no idea how to start this. This is so awkward. I hate talking about this, but I feel like it needs to be said. I'm clearly not in the right headspace. Um, I'm gonna talk about asexuality and my story. There we go. I, I finally got it out there. <laughs> That's what this episode is going to be. It's uh gonna be slightly let me hello. It's gonna be slightly more structured than what my other episodes have been. But um it won't necessarily be as structured. Oh, you can hear me hitting the box. Okay. Sorry. That's interesting. Okay. That was a mouth noise. Oh. We're going to start with middle school. One day, when I was in sixth grade, I was sitting down and I was eating my whack-ass lunch. And this guy came up to me and said, hey, do you like dick? I said, what? He said, you heard me. Do you like dick? And I was like, fucking no. <laughs> like, what? Leave me alone. Um, and he was like, well, okay, do you like pussy? I was like, no. He's like, so you're telling me right now you don't like dick and you don't like pussy? I was like, no, Jesus, dude, like, I'm just trying to study my times tables over here. What the fuck you doing? Leave me alone. And uh, for whatever reason, that stuck with me for a while after that because I like really thought about it. I was like, man, you know, do like, do I like dick? Do I like pussy? Like, do I just not know yet? Like, what's what's up? Like, most people are kind of starting to take interest in these things, and I seem to not be. That's very interesting. I don't know. I guess I'll wait it out. So, that was kind of my first introduction to myself, I suppose. And then, that same year, we had a school play called 13. Um, if you remember my pleather pants, thank you for being a real one. But, you know, that play is all about, you know, people kind of learning themselves and noticing boys or girls or whatever in puberty and, like, sexual feelings. You know, just things that people that age go through. Puberty and mental stuff like that, you know. But I didn't experience stuff like that. I mean, I obviously experienced the bodily changes and... Okay, how's that? (laughs) Sorry. Um, This is a quite an interesting setup I've got here. You know, it, it was it's a coming-of-age story, essentially. But I was not experiencing those feelings, I guess. I, I mean, I experienced the bodily changes, you know. Um, but I didn't experience noticing people and thinking about them sexually. You know, little Jeremy in my math class, he ain't shit. Like, I didn't, I didn't have crushes on anybody. You know, all my friends were like, oh, you know, I'm really noticing this guy and he's so cute, blah, blah, blah. And I just... It just wasn't happening. So I was going over the script of this play and I was thinking about all the characters and all the things that my friends are going through at the same time and how it's relatable to everybody except for me. And that was, I think, when I had my first like panic attack. I don't want to call it that because that sounds really dramatic. This whole podcast episode is going to sound really dramatic, by the way. So if you're going to comment and be like, you're so dramatic, like fuck off. Okay. Yes, it's going to be rather dramatic. So, um, that was kind of when I had my first panic attack, because I was like, what's wrong with me? Like, why do I not have these feelings? Why am I not 
experiencing the things that everybody else is. And it kind of freaked me out a little bit. So that kind of started. But then there was also, you know, it's middle school. So there were people all up in my grill talking about like, you don't have a boyfriend? What's wrong? Blah, blah, blah. What's going on with you? You know, because they're all up in everybody's business. And, um, you know, because it's middle school, but it just, it kind of struck me because I was like, I am the odd one out. You know, I am the one who doesn't have a boyfriend. I should be doing something differently, but I just don't want a boyfriend. I don't understand, you know, why it's such a big deal to everybody that I'm just kind of living, you know? But I was also very depressed at that time anyway for a multitude of reasons. So I was just kind of like, you know, maybe when I get out of this headspace, I'll find a nice boy or whatever. Fucking, I don't know. But even the thought of that, like, irritated me because I never wanted a nice boy, you know, I've never felt that, like, need for a big, strong man, like, it just wasn't a thing, so I was like, maybe that's what I want, but I just don't know it yet, and that's what everybody was telling me anyway, they were like, no, you know, you're gonna meet somebody, and you're gonna know, and it's gonna be great, but right now, you just gotta kind of trust, and you just gotta wait for that beautiful thing to happen, and I was just like, okay, you know, whatever, that's fine, so people you know, what do you mean you don't have a boyfriend? And that was the whole thing. And it just really kind of got to me. And so that was, that was middle school. Not to mention every party, you know, every sleepover, girls would talk about the guys that they had crushes on, or they would talk about, oh, did you hear that this person had sex? Oh, I almost had sex. Oh my God, that's so crazy. Oh, I already did. Oh my God, you did tell me about it. What's this pee-pee big? What's going on? You know, and I would just kind of sit there like, I ate goldfish crackers today and they were very good, but one of them didn't have the little smile on it. The snack didn't smile back and it made me very upset because they're supposed to have smiles on them, but this one didn't. It was just a little plain little goldfish and it made me very upset. Nobody fucking cares. So sleepovers and stuff got really awkward for me because I was just always the odd one out, I guess. But now we're going to talk about, talked about, now we're going to talk about High school crushes, kind of. The hell? Sorry, my my parents are in the living room right now, and I'm literally recording this in their closet, so I just heard my mom yell through my headphones because she's loud. Um, Hi, mom, listening to this. I love you. I don't know, Travis probably pinched her or something. He's a bully. Anyway, continuing on. High school. I noticed that, you know, boys kind of started looking at me differently, And I didn't really understand why. I mean, I did understand why because they're boys and I have boobs and it's a thing. But I didn't like it. I was like, like, I felt like I was one of the guys for the longest time. Can you hear the clothing rustling behind me? I feel like the whole time that's been a thing and I just haven't noticed. I might have to re-record this whole last motherfucking podcast. But anyway, that kind of rhymed. Hi, Kai from the future here editing. That's why it sounds so weird and different. Um, I just would like to say really quick, fucking bars? <laughs> bars, dude. <laughs> okay, sorry. Maybe I can, like, I talk with my hands a lot, so it's really hard, because, like, I, I'm a mover. Um, I felt like I was one of the guys, so when they kind of started looking at me differently, I was like, hey, man, why don't you quit being fucking gay? Like, I'm a dude, basically, like, fucking chill, you know? Don't be, don't be weird about it. So I also have this thing where I just don't ever tell when people have a crush on me. Like, I just don't notice because it's not the way that my mind works. So I forget that that's how other people, you know, like most people can be like, oh, that guy has a thing for me. I can tell by the way that he acts. I'm like, oh, he's just fucking weird. That's fine. You know, it's not a thing because I just don't think about it that way. I don't assume that people have crushes on me, I guess. I don't know. So that kind of happened a lot throughout high school. There were a lot of really awkward situations where I just didn't necessarily know what was going on because I was, um, oblivious. That shit sucked. What did I... Okay, sorry. Oh! Oh no! I dropped you. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Did that hurt your head? Um, okay, so we're gonna talk about... We're gonna talk about a guy for a minute who kind of, like, really confirmed for me that I was asexual. We're gonna get there in a second. 
So there was this guy. We're gonna call him Melvin. Hi, Melvin. So Melvin had a thing for me and I did not realize. So he asked me if I wanted to go on a date with him. Well, he didn't know. First of all, let me back up. He did not. He said, hey, you want to go to the movies and watch this movie with me? I said, yeah, man, because I go to the movies with my friends all the time, guy or girl, it just doesn't matter. So it just wasn't a thing. So I was like, yeah. And everybody around me was like, it's a date. He's asking you on a date. And I was like, no, he's not. Okay, like, get out of here. Well, they were right. Spoiler alert. Um, it was the most awkward situation I had ever been in because I was, the whole time I was like, I didn't realize this was supposed to be a date. Oh God, like, what have I done? What do I do? What do I say? So that kind of sucked. It kind of traumatized me for a little bit because I was like, sorry, my foot is falling asleep. It traumatized me for a little bit because I was like, I hope like, I just don't know. I don't know how Melvin's going to feel about this because I just didn't know it was a date and I didn't know if I should tell him that or if I should just play it along. So he was like, oh, we should hang out again next time. And of course I was like, oh yeah, and we should bring friends because I was, that was kind of my subtle way of being like, I don't want to be alone with you, Melvin. Um, so that was kind of an awkward situa- situation that happened at the end of the year. And then I started my first job at McDiggity's, McDongles. Wait, can I say that? Can I, can I, I can say I worked at, I don't know. I worked at a place that you could probably guess. Um, and there was a dude there and we will name him Harold. Hello, Harold. How are you today? Um, so Harold was my work boyfriend. You know how like, People have, like, work husbands and work wives. Well, I was 16, so he was my work boyfriend. Because it's, like, the teenage version, I guess. That's what I thought. And it was cute. Um, so we would go around and, like, hold hands and shit. And I was like, oh, he's my work boyfriend. And it was just kind of this joke. And everybody was like, oh, they're dating. And it was, like, you know, cutest couple at McDolan's or whatever. And it was fine. Until one day, after months of this going on, he was like, hey, listen... I just feel like we're not really connecting on an emotional level and I just feel like we should just be friends. You know, this relationship was nice or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, because I didn't have the heart to be like, I didn't know we were, I thought this was a joke. Yeah, I'm not going to say that. Is that a hair? No, it's just a, it's a fluff. Sorry. Um, So I was like, I didn't know. Okay, no, I didn't say that. What I said was like, oh, okay, that's fine. We we can just be friends. Because I didn't have, you know, I didn't want to be like, oh, I didn't know that we were actually dating. I thought it was a joke for the fucking months that this went on. That's horrible. I don't think I ever told him, which is fine. Harold, he's, hopefully he never listens to this podcast. Um, But that was just another one of those, like, that was one of those times when I can't fucking talk for shit. That was one of those times when somebody like pretty much spelled it out for me and I still just didn't get it because it just it wasn't a thing in my mind that people felt that way about me. Like I just didn't see myself involved in situations like that. So I eventually stopped working there because it just sucked. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. You know, being a teenager, you you slack and grades and all this stuff. Anyway, doesn't matter not relevant to the story. So I go back to school the next year. And, um, you know, I'm still being asked why I don't have a boyfriend. You know, what's going on? Am I gay? Am I, you know, like, bi? Am I confused? What's going on? And for a while, I was like, oh, you know, maybe is it possible that I am gay? Like, maybe I'm gay. And then I heard my friend at the time talking to her boyfriend on the phone and she was all, what are you doing? I hear another girl's voice in the background. What are you talking about? <laughs> like being so annoying. And I was like, straight up, I'm not gay. Because <laughs> I couldn't fuck with that. Women are, ooh, it like pissed me off for him. But he was just fine with it. And he was like, no, babe, I'm just at the store. Well, I heard a woman's voice. Well, it's just a stranger because I'm at the store. Well, tell her. Like, it was crazy. And I was like, yeah, I'm not into that shit at all. So, I don't know. Plus, I had never had crushes on girls either. So, 
celebrities don't count. Like, I have crushes on fucking everybody that's famous, but like, you know, there was never a time when I looked over at a guy or a girl in my science class and was like, oh, I just adore you. Like, that just wasn't a thing. I don't know. Shit. So I was like, whatever, it's fine. So I'm sitting at lunch alone because I'm an introvert and I just sit at tables alone and Melvin comes up to sit by me and I'm like, oh shit, what's up? What's good? Hey, Melvin, like it's been a while. And he was like, yeah, you know, I was like, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Because here's the thing. At the time, I was like, you know, he's, he's a chill dude. You know, he is quiet and he's shy and he's introverted and he's all the things that I find adorable. Spoiler alert, he wasn't. But at the time, that's how he presented himself. So I kind of figured, okay, that's how Melvin is. So for the sake of the story, at the moment, he is shy, quiet, soft-spoken, introverted. And I love that shit. So he ended up asking me out. And I thought to myself, you know, this is what teenagers do. This is normal. Maybe I will realize that this is something that I actually like. You know, maybe I'm just going to kind of grow into myself. So I'll just kind of dive in headfirst. And if there were anybody that I would date, it would be Melvin because he's shy and soft-spoken. And I like those people, you know. So I said yes. And for a while, it was fine until it wasn't because see for a while we just sat next to each other at lunch we didn't even talk to each other we didn't even look at each other I legit had my headphones in the whole ass time and I was just like oh this is this is what dating is this is what a relationship is I like this like fuck there is not any different okay we're dating and it was fine then he decided to take me on a date like an actual date he had just gotten his driver's license and he was really excited because he could like pick me up in his car. And the way that he said it, the thing that kind of got me a little bit was the fact that he was like, you know, girl, I can I can pick you up and I can take you to the movies and all this stuff. And like most girls are like, oh, you know, he's going to pick me up in his car and then he's going to take me to places and oh, he can play guitar and he's so dreamy and blah. But I was just like, first of all, my mama drives me around all the time and it's great and it's nice, but you having a car does not impress me. Second, you playing guitar also does not impress me because bitch, I play guitar and ukulele and everything else. Like you, you, like if you're trying to impress me with something, don't try to be funny and don't try to be music because if there are anything that I know anything about, I'm not saying that I'm the authority on what's funny, but like if you're trying to be funny and you're not funny, that will just embarrass you. And don't try to be all, oh, I'm a musician, I play guitar. Because like, bitch, that's not gonna impress me. Like, impress me with your art, okay? Or like, maybe you're a writer or something. I'm just saying, like, you know, I don't know. It's like something that I already have. So you're not really bringing anything else to the table, I guess. Especially if you like just playing the same 12 riffs of fucking classic rock songs. That doesn't make you cool. Anyway, that was a side note. So the morning of this date, I'm not excited. I'm not nervous. I'm honestly indifferent. I'm just like, you know, I've basically been on a date with Melvin before. I just didn't know it was a date. So this time I'll just know it's a date and I'll be able to kind of act accordingly. So, um, I hate this wire. I'm going to have to do something different with this setup. So my family is way more excited than I am. My mom's like, oh my God, this is so cute. I can't wait for him to come over. I want a picture. My sister Casey's like, can I do your hair? What are you going to wear? Are you going to put on makeup? And I'm just like, I don't care about any of this. I'm, I literally wore skinny jeans, a Led Zeppelin t-shirt, a leather jacket, tennis shoes. My hair was down, no makeup, just the way that I look every day. You know, it was fine. So he gets there and we go on this date and it's awkward as it would be because I imagine that the average person's first date is awkward you know, I don't know. It wasn't anything magical. It wasn't like, but I didn't expect it to be magical either. You know, I wasn't like, oh, this is going to be amazing. But it was different than I expected in the way that I was told that every first date, every first kiss, when he holds your hand, all these things, there's like butterflies and you just get so excited and you're like, oh, a boy is looking at me and it's just this great thing. I shit you not, 
and I don't mean this to be dramatic, but this is going to sound so dramatic. During this movie, he, like, put his arm around me, and he didn't, like, do anything wrong, but the whole time I was so uncomfortable, I literally wanted to die the entire time. I was like, I wish I could just escape from my body, I wish I could leave this situation, I wish I could be anywhere else, and I was, like, at war with myself, because part of my brain was like, you know, this is normal, do this, this is what teenagers do, this is great, this is fun, you like it, and then the other part was like, no, no, like, I don't want this. I don't like this. There's This is wrong. Like, nothing about this is wh- where I want to be, like, at all. Like, I can't handle this. And we were just sitting there. You know, he wasn't trying to fill me up or nothing. He didn't do anything wrong. He was literally just, like, he had his hand on my shoulder. And that was enough for me to, like, throw up all over. Like, I really, I felt like I was going to throw up if I had moved. Like, I was so uneasy. So... We walk around at the mall because Lord knows the only fucking thing to do in Elizabethtown is go to the movies and the mall, which is what we did. And then we went home and he was like, I I showed him my guitar and my wall of instruments and he played my guitar for a little bit and he was like trying to impress me and like sing and play, but he like couldn't really do it and he did the wrong chord progression, but I didn't say anything because I'm nice. He was the same one who like told me the joke, the deaf joke. Jeff Dunham joke or whatever but I just kind of smiled actually I did call him out for that one but the other times you know I just was like oh okay ha ha ha," you know whatever that was my stomach did you hear it you probably didn't why am I always podcasting when I'm hungry okay sorry so the end of the night and he leans over and he kisses me and actually for a few years my brain like blocked it out like I couldn't remember it And it wasn't even anything bad. Like, he didn't shove his tongue in my mouth or nothing. Like, it was literally just, like, a peck on the lips. Like, the most innocent little thing. But my brain was like, nope. Fuck you. Like, we're not doing this shit. And, um, I, uh, it it fucked me up because I was like, this can't be what butterflies feels like. This cannot be what excitement, you know, the jitters, like, all those things that everybody swore that I would feel. I didn't. I felt anxious. I felt sad. I was like angry. I was every negative emotion and I didn't know why. And so he left and I was like, you know, text me when you get home safe. You know, thank you for taking me home. Blah, blah, blah. You know, he he hadn't done it. It would have been so much easier if he was like an asshole. And I was like, well, that's why the date was bad was because he was an asshole, but he wasn't. He ended up being an asshole of a person later, but not on this date. So, um, well, one one thing, one thing that I will say is that at the time I didn't notice this, but thinking back, I'm kind of pissed off. My sister had gotten into a small, like, accident. She was okay, but at the time I wasn't sure because my mom had called me and was like, oh my god, like, there was an accident, blah, 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 your sister. And I was like, oh my god, is she okay? You know? And so she was like, you know, just get home. We're going to be home soon. So I had told him, I was like, you know, Melvin, my sister just got in a car accident. My parents are checking on her. We're going to see what's going on. And he was like, so your parents are going to be gone for a while, huh? I don't think he said it like that. Maybe that, okay, he didn't say it like that. So maybe that's just how my brain took it later. He might not have even meant anything bad by it, but it like kind of struck me like a few months later. I was like, that motherfucker. But anyway. So the date ends and my parents come home and my mom was like, oh my God, how did it go? And I was like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't care. It doesn't matter. How is she? Is she okay? Yeah, she's fine. She's a little shaken up. How did the date go? I, mom, I don't want to talk about it. It doesn't matter. It's, it's not important. I, I don't care. She was like, look, I really need some good news tonight. I really need to just know. Because the thing is, she was really excited when she found out that I had said yes to this guy. Because I told her that he asked me out, and she said, I don't want to hear that you said anything other than yes. You know, because at the time, she was like, I just can't wait for you to experience such a wonderful thing. I can't wait for you to have somebody that you can share, blah, blah, blah. You know, she, she meant well. So she was like, how did this date go? Did he kiss you? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh my god, my daughter had her first kiss. This is so cute, blah, blah. And, you know, I let her have that. I was like, you're so happy, you know, and you just had this bad news. So I'm, I'm glad I could provide you with some good news. And I didn't bother to say, like, yeah, but I wanted to die the entire fucking night. And I hated everything. Like, I was just like, yeah, you know, and then he kissed me. Ugh, saying that makes me want to fucking die. To this day, I'm like... Mm, no. (laughs) 
so um so the next day I feel like I had a day long panic attack like I I couldn't I literally stayed in my room the entire day and like I didn't come out because um I was watching videos on my laptop about like just a bunch of different mental disorders and like I shit you not just YouTube videos and documentaries on Netflix about like sociopathy and like psychopathy and like even just like autism and Asperger's and just things which I'm pretty sure I probably have Asperger's but anyway um I mean because that would explain like the synesthesia I think too and like the I feel like I'm just the like stereotype I shouldn't say that because if I'm not then I'm just being insensitive anyway whatever so I'm looking at all these things because I'm thinking like there has to be something wrong with me because everything went right, quote unquote. You know, it was like a teenage girl's dream. You know, she gets to ride in his car and then he plays her a song and it's just all this stuff. But I just was not fucking having it. So I was like, there must be something wrong with my brain. And I was like, you know, and people had told me they were like, oh, you're probably a sociopath. Like, because when you tell people that you don't have sexual feelings, what they hear is, I don't have feelings. You could die today and I wouldn't give a fuck about you. Like, it's this really weird thing. Like, they just think that we don't have like empathy or any kind of feeling. Maybe it's just me. But a lot of people said that I was like a sociopath. And maybe it's because of the jokes that I make, because I do tend to have like that dark Scorpio humor. So I don't know. And I dressed in dark clothing, so maybe they just kind of made that assumption. Because, you know, in middle school, being goth just wasn't okay. Which, ooh, I will talk about that in another podcast, because that fucking pisses me off. Anyway, so, I was like, there has to be something wrong with me. You know, I don't... Because I was like, I just, I can never seem to relate to others. You know, that was kind of my big thing, is like, relating to other people is so hard, because... If you ever really consciously think about how much sex is talked about, it's kind of like flooring. Like, go to any party, any social gathering, and just really think about how much they talk about sex. And if you were asexual, you would just sit there. You wouldn't have anything really to contribute. So when they're playing Never Have I Ever, or, you know, they're like, oh, what's your favorite sex position? Oh, and you're just kind of sitting there like, I write music sometimes. Like, it's just not a thing. I don't know. So that was kind of one of the worst days of my life because I was like, I'm never going to relate to people. I'm never going to be able to have meaningful connections with other people. They are never going to understand me. I'm always going to be spoken down to. I'm always going to be looked at like I'm behind and I'm mentally like stunted in my growth and I just don't have anything to offer. And there's no reason for me to be here because people are social creatures and we need other people to survive and if I just can't connect with other people then what the fuck you know like I was in a really plus I was so tired of being spoken down to all the time you know literally people in my own fucking house okay like when your fucking sibling is constantly talking down to you saying like oh well it was a sex joke but you wouldn't know about it first of all I make more sex jokes than anybody, okay? Fuck you. I can make a titty joke. You don't, like, do not talk down to me like I'm stupid just because I'm not a fucking horny ass, bitch ass fucker like you. Okay, anyway, we're not gonna, this is a small town. I can't talk about people because (laughs) then it'll get around. But, um, just, if you meet an asexual person, don't fucking talk down to them, okay? They are just as smart. They're just as funny. They're just as cool. You probably wouldn't even really notice unless they, like, told you. Because, you know, we're not, like, flamboyantly asexual or anything. Like, it's it's not even a thing. A lot of people wouldn't even guess unless I tell them. Some people do, because I guess I give off, like, a vibe of, like, I don't want to fucking be near you. But for the most part, we're just normal-ass people. But anyway... I struggled a lot and that's kind of the reason I'm making this video is because in the whole time I was doing like research or whatever and trying to figure it out I was never just told hey you might just not experience sexual or romantic feelings and that's okay that doesn't make you wrong that doesn't make you crazy you are a normal person you are not broken you are fine I never got to hear that shit 
and it sucks because I wanted to die so bad and it hurts because I just think about like younger people who have the same had the same issues as me like not that asexuality is an issue but all the mental anxiety and the issues that come with it trying to figure yourself out trying to force yourself to date somebody I almost forced myself to have sex with Melvin I really tried to talk myself into it that's another thing I would sit myself down and I would be like okay Kai imagine him holding your hand imagine him sitting really close to you or like imagine him kissing you or like imagine him looking into your you know just stuff like that I should have finished that looking into your eyes not like your hole or anything but I tried to like kind of desensitize myself to it if that makes sense because every time I would really imagine something like that happening my heart would get like heavy and my hands would get numb and they would start like my fingers would tingle and it was like this weird thing like I couldn't handle it because I just really didn't want it and that's what screwed with me so much people crave that shit you know people feel it like they need like intimacy and love and sex and that's like their thing and I just I was like why do I not have these same feelings that everyone else has so I was kind of trying to train myself and like prepare and I told myself like you will fuck around with Melvin because that is what teenagers do I am so glad I didn't force myself to do that because that would have been fucking traumatizing. That would have been the worst experience of my life. That probably would have actually pushed me to the edge and I probably would have shot myself in the head. Like, I'm not even fucking around. Ooh, that would have been so bad. Um, so if you are ace, don't force yourself into doing things that you don't want to do. Don't try to do that because all you're going to have is just pain and you're going to remember those times and it's going to hurt. <laughs> like, it hurts so bad to think about. Fuck. I was so mean to myself. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, watch out. We got a crying ass bitch over here. Oh, shit. There's also shit like media representation. Now, I'm not one of those people who bitch it. Oop. Oop, that was the cord. Um, you probably heard that a lot. I'm not even going to acknowledge it. There, um, I'm not one of those people who bitch about like, oh, we need media representation. Because honestly, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Like, we could have no, you know, I don't get bothered whenever I'm watching movies about romance and there are sex scenes. Like, I'm not like, oh, you should put in a sexual, like, I don't care. You know, I understand that most people are not asexual, so most movies will have romantic elements because that's what people like, and that's fine, and I'm cool. Now, what pissed me off was when we did have representation, because it was always horrible. Like, when I was, you know, middle school, high school age, I watched The Big Bang Theory. I watched it a lot. Oh, that's, that part makes me want to fucking cry, because that's just embarrassing. Like, oh, I watched The Big Bang Theory. It's so, it's such a bad show. That's, I almost want to cut that part out of all of this. It's just that I watched that show. But I did. All the time I watched that show. Ugh, God, anyway. Sheldon. Y'all probably already know where I'm going with this, but if you don't, I think it's really fucked up that he was always the butt of the joke when it came to sex like he didn't like want to have sex it just wasn't one of his desires and it wouldn't even really have been noticeable if it wasn't the constant joke you know think of how many times they would talk about how he hasn't gone through mental puberty or you know what what did they say there's something about puberty and there was like oh how he doesn't have a deal or like what's his deal or why like oh you're gonna be a normal person with sexual desires or just just random little things that they would slip into each episode about how he didn't want to fuck and how it was really weird and then when he got with amy the constant joke of the show was like when are they gonna have sex do they have sex why don't they have sex what do they do do they touch blah 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 and it was like, why is it any of your business whether or not they have sex or not? Like, what if they were just an ace couple? What if they just loved being around each other, but they didn't want to fuck? You know, could that be possible? Or would you not take that seriously as a real relationship because they're not smashing, you know? And it, it hurt my heart because I was like, leave the fucking leave him alone. Like, it is none of your business what this man does. Like, but that's how it is in the real world is 
hell, even in my own house, I wasn't safe because people would just talk down to me and it was just like that. You know, they would just, I say they, it was really only like one person. She would just talk all this shit and it really kind of fucked with my head because I was like, there's something wrong with me, you know. And then, of course, Amy eventually wanted to have sex with him. So then it was kind of the joke that, like, she would try to have sex with him and he didn't want to. And, oh, my God, this sucks and he won't even have sex with me. But, like, you knew who he was before you started dating him. So don't be surprised that he doesn't want to smash. Also, some of the shit that she did was downright predatory. Okay, like, honestly, people don't talk about women being predatory as fuck. But I'm telling you right now, that should be a whole podcast in its own, is women can be predatory as motherfuck. Okay? Women are just as bad sometimes. Not just as bad. Women are really fucking bad sometimes, though. (sighs) But anyway. And then, of course, eventually they did have sex because... They can't just have a couple that doesn't have sex. Oh, no. I didn't even see the episode where they had sex because I had stopped watching at this time. Thank God I grew out of it. <laughs> but um, that was one of those things that really got to me was because I was like the one character in the show who isn't having sex. And of course, it's like the most important topic, the most talked about, the most like hilarious fucking thing that he's an adult and he doesn't have sex and he must not be a real adult. And that just sucked to hear that sucked you know that's that's really shitty it's just like in my religion thing when I was talking about a woman becomes a woman when she like has a husband or whatever I said something about that or like how a woman's worth is measured on her virginity it's kind of like that but it's like the opposite you know like you become a woman when you have sex with a man or if you don't have sexual urges you're probably not an adult so I had you know, a religious family who preached purity all the time. And then I had every, everyone and everything else in my life that was like, the fuck? Like, you're not smashing? What's wrong with you? And I didn't care about the religious thing. So it's not like it was a conflict or anything. It was just like, I wish I was like everybody else because then I wouldn't feel so fucking shitty. And that's the worst. Nobody should ever have to feel like that. And I almost like, anyway, I do kind of want to bring something up about that as well, is when I kind of found this label or whatever, I didn't really call myself asexual because it's not like a thing, and I still don't really call myself that a whole lot, but um, it was easier to say that instead of just being like, no, I just don't experience that, and people, oh, you know, you're just confused, you're just wrong, so... When I was in high school, I kind of started to know people that were gay or bi or, you know, hell, some of them were turned out to be trans. And I thought that I would have acceptance within that community because if anybody, if anybody in the world, people in the LGBT community should know what it's like to be told you're confused, you're wrong. You, you just need to meet a nice man. You know, one day you're going to change your mind. You're just going through a phase. All of these things that I was told, that I feel like they were probably told too, but they shat on me just as much as anybody and everybody else in the world. They shat on me and they made me feel so bad. And I was like, that's not fair. Like, just because you're in a higher position now, you feel like you have to punch down at me and you have, like, you have to have somebody to pick on because you've been picked on? Why can't you fucking help me out? I- and I still don't understand that. Like, you don't see me now picking on younger asexuals, like, ha ha ha, you know, there's something wrong with you. Oh, I'm so glad I don't feel like that anymore. You know, like, that's, that's some, that's some anusry. The anusry. Anyway. So that really, it disappointed me. Like, a lot. That shit made me sad, because I was like, not only was I not really respected and kind of talked shit about I was like hated by some of these people because they were like you can't use the phrase coming out you can't use the word pride because you have nothing to be proud of for just not wanting to fuck and I was like first of all I have overcome so much mental shit in my life personally I can fucking say the word pride I can be proud I could easily say that you didn't accomplish anything just by fucking being gay Because if you were just born that way, you didn't make yourself that way, then you didn't accomplish anything either. So why can you say pride? Huh? For the same reason that I can. 
because I had to overcome a lot of shit and I wanted to die every single day. I can fucking say pride. I can go to pride. I can celebrate on coming out day just like you. And if you don't consider me LGBT, that's fine because I don't consider me LGBT either. I don't. But this whole you can't sit with us mentality is really fucking stupid. Okay, this is some fuck like the infighting in your community is fucking ridiculous anyway. So don't you even come at me. Anyway, I'm not trying to alienate anybody. Let me <laughs> let me tone this part down a little because I know it's not everybody. It was just a certain people that I dealt with. I never claimed to be LGBT, but I was hoping that I would get some acceptance in that community because they know what it's like, you know? Or at least they should, but they put me through the same shit. So it's like, do you? I don't know. It is what it is. And I get it because you could be like, well, you have the same rights as everybody else and we didn't always have them. Okay, sure. I didn't say anything about rights. You know, so the reason I bring that up is because someone told that to me. I was like, okay, well, I didn't say anything about rights. I just said, hey, don't fucking treat me like shit. I'm a person. Respect me. You know, I just want to live just like everybody else. It, it is what it is. How many times do I say it is what it is on a podcast? Fuck. Um, but also, I went to this group, and I can't talk a whole bunch about it because I don't want to, like, give it away because this is a small town. There was a group that was, I guess, like, LGBT, like, run or something. Like, all the people in it were in that community, and it was, like, a like an outreach community, I guess, where they, like did things for that community in this small town because it is kind of a bible belt so in theory it was a good thing to have but I sat in on a few of these meetings and they were horrible like the people there were horrible talking about like oh we should just go to churches and like start kissing each other just to make everybody mad or we should put signs in front of people's churches or in front of people's houses or you know we should go to all these public events and just be really loud and obnoxious like mind your own business okay I was just talking in my religion video about the churchgoers and how I'm like these gay people don't give a fuck about you they're just trying to live their life they're not trying to take down but these people were they were straight up like we're gonna go to all these churches and I was like could you not like Christians keep to your territory, gays keep to yours. I will stay on Ace Island. We can all just disperse and just be in our own little world, okay? So that discouraged me because the name of the group was, I'm not going to say what the name was, but it was basically, you know, talking about like equality and like being kind to everybody. And like, it was kind of the uplifting message of like, let's all be together. But then it was so divisive because they were just like, oh my God, you know what I hate? Straight people. Oh, you know what else I hate? The fucking whiteies. Like, could you not, could you not, I don't know. That was the whole thing. (sighs) That irritated the hell out of me. But yeah, the representation was damaging, damaging, The LGBT community was damaging. Melvin turned out to be an asshole. (laughs) He was actually racist. Didn't want anybody to know that he was dating me because I'm brown. So I do kind of feel better about that situation because it's not like I turned down a good guy. Ooh, let me tell you this one thing though. We were sitting at lunch one day after the whole date thing and he was like, I'm a little old-fashioned, but I wanted to say that the guy should be taller than the girl he's with in order to assert dominance. And I, like, a switch just flipped, and I was like, nope. Fuck you. No. Like, and I'm not, here's the thing. I know a lot of girls are really into that. You know, oh, I want a big strong man to dominate me and all this shit, but I am not. Okay. Fucking no. Okay. I don't know what it is about, like, that shit, but it, like, not only is it, like, oh, that's not my thing, but it, like, makes me angry. I'm, like, you're gonna sit your ass fucking down is what you're gonna do. Don't flip and tell me you're gonna dominate shit. But that's just me being crazy, I guess. I don't know. But also, I feel like that's why I'm ace, too, is because, like, I'm not the most feminine person in the world, but I'm also not the most masculine. So it's like, I couldn't be with a guy because they're all, yeah, I'm big and I'm strong and I'm dominant. And I'm like, bitch, fuck you. I may not be big and strong, but like, you ain't gonna tell me what the hell to do. Like, you gonna sit down. But I also couldn't be with a girl because they're like too feminine. 
you know? And it's like, you whine all the time. And you take forever to freaking do your makeup. And that's so irritating. And I hate you. If you say you're going to be here on a certain time, then be here. I don't care about the way that your hair looks. Like, stop being such a spoiled, whiny bitch. Fuck you. Like, I hate women, too. They piss me off. I hate everybody. And I feel like because I'm that blend of, like, feminine and masculine, I'm just too much all on my own. You know, like, I'm basically my own couple. I couldn't really be with anybody else unless there was like a perfect human who was just as feminine and masculine to like balance me out I don't know it's just a thing I also wanted to talk about this is kind of I just thought about this because I forgot to mention this in my middle school part I had a friend and we were trying to figure out what my deal was I guess you know am I gay am I straight am I bi what's going on so we sat and watched just a bunch of different types of porn. And that's that's what we did. We just sat there all night and just watched porn. And I I was trying to figure out, you know, if there was one thing that would like awaken, you know, like, oh, I'm I am awakened now. I am excited. This is what I'm into. That did not happen. I was uh, not impressed with anything except for the boots. I'm gonna tell you what, this bad bitch had some freaking black shiny boots with buckles all over him and I was like oh oh I want to put my foot all up in that boot but that was like the most I had gotten from any of that oh and there was a lesbian porn and this girl had a really nice haircut I really liked her hair and I was like I want to get my haircut like that because I had short hair at the time but I was like I can't take a picture and show it to my mom like this is the haircut that I want because no so It's gone, and I'm not going to rummage through years of lesbian porn to find a fucking haircut. Plus, I don't look good in short hair anyway, so it doesn't matter now. But those were the two things that I remember. Um, The haircut and the boots that I actually liked. But also, I do want to say, porn pisses me off. Okay, the only time I had ever watched porn in my life was with friends. And it pisses me. I don't know how you guys do it. How do you guys have sex with each other? Like women who are all yes oh my god your penis is so big oh my god like bitch it is not that exciting settle the fuck down I hate like their squeaky ass voices oh my god harder like could you not like if I were a dude or anybody and I was hitting the skins with a chick and she was like I'd be like bitch I'm gonna need you to stop before I get up and leave like you not need to be that high-pitched but then the freaking men man I couldn't like freaking men are just as annoying but in like a different way because they're all like oh yeah oh that's right look at this dick look at this dick yeah that's right like if you do not sit your testosterone having ass down you not oh yeah man yeah dude totally bro like your fucking voice pisses me off like they and just hearing those voices just layered on top of each other like irks me I was like we're gonna have to mute this shit because they're just annoying like I I don't know how y'all do it (laughs) that was just my um my observation I don't know I will say though give me a bad like big black woman and like a skinny white nerdy guy okay and he's just like reading a book and she's just like hey you Come here, I'm about to show you something. And he just, like, drops to his knees. Like, give me that. I would watch that. Well, I would watch the beginning of that, and then I would click away because I don't care about the rest of it. But, you know, I was just so tired of, like, oh, my God, daddy, I need a daddy. Like, bitch, fuck off. I don't know. That It's just not me. If that's you, that's fine. I hope you find a daddy. I'm not trying to, you know, whatever. But, <sighs> anyway, I feel, what time is it? Oh my god, this has been going on for entirely too long. I do want to say, to those of you who are not asexual, we are just like anybody else. You don't have to censor yourself when you're talking to us. You don't have to be like, oh, we can't talk about SEX because she doesn't like it. Like, bitch, no, I'm so fucking cool. I'm not, you know, don't, don't do that. We're not nuns. We are not celibate. We are not practicing, you know, active, like, oh, we're resisting temptation and saving it for fucking Jesus. Like, we just don't have those feelings. It's not a decision. It's not a choice. It is an orientation, just like everything else. So do not feel like you have to, like, 
not talk about it because we're going to judge you or like, oh, she thinks she's better than me because she doesn't have sex than I do. Or I can't tell her how many partners I've had because she's going to judge me. We don't fucking care. Just as we don't want you in our business, we're not going to get into yours. I do not have an opinion on your sex life. I do not care. And I really hope that you don't have an opinion about mine because it doesn't matter. And that's kind of like, that's, there are a lot of misconceptions and I could go through them all, but just the ones that are in my head right now that I kind of wanted to get out there mainly is just that we're normal. We are not trying to be anything We're just like you, except the fact that our orientation is different. It's kind of like when the straight girl talks to the lesbian and she's like, well, don't develop a crush on me. And the lesbian's like, bitch, please. I'm going to get out of here. It's kind of like that. As soon as they find out that I'm ace, they like completely change and they act so different around me. And they're like, oh, well, we have to walk on eggshells. Like, no, you don't. You don't. Okay. It's just, you know... Now, there are certain things that we're tired of hearing, you know, are you, are you trying or is this like a religious thing or have, are you sure you just haven't met the right person or, or, you know, just things like that. Don't fucking say that to us. Anything that you wouldn't, would you go up to a lesbian and tell her she needs to find a nice man? If yes, then fuck you. But if no, don't say shit like that to us either. Okay. Because you're, you're a fuck. You are a fuck. (laughs) Like it doesn't. I don't know. Don't fucking do that shit to us. Okay. And then... I'm sure there are probably more things that I wanted to say that I forgot. And if there are, then I'll probably talk about them in another podcast or something as like a... Sequel? I guess? But I wanted to say, if you are watching this and you are... No. Or you think that you might be asexual. I wanted to tell you... You are not alone. You may be the only person in your circle, in your area that is. So am I. I fucking cannot wait until I can, like, meet another ace face-to-face and be like, fucking yes, bitch! But, um, God, because I'll tell you what, that is one thing. I want more than anything. Like, being asexual is lonely. It's so lonely. And it's not lonely because we don't have romantic partners and we're low. It's lonely because I don't have a single person who can look me in the face and be like, I understand. I agree. No, I don't think you're crazy. I feel the same way. You know, when I see people doing stupid shit and I think to myself, oh my god, like I'm so asexual. I can't look at the person next to me and be like, I know, right? (laughs) It's so lonely in my head because nobody really understands it. Not nobody, but nobody that I'm around. And that hurts and it sucks so bad because there are so few of us out there. And I think that's why it's the hardest for us, especially right now, because, you know, gay people, trans people, they're all like celebrated. They're all lifted up. They're all like, oh, my God, like, you're so cool. We all want a gay friend. You, You guys are so great. But then, like, we're still the weird ones. We're still the problem. We're still wrong. We're still whatever it is that we are. And it sucks. So, it is lonely, which is why I would very much like to get together with people, start a fucking forum, I don't know what the word forum means, um, make like a, like a group chat or something, like, I feel like we need each other because nobody fucking else is gonna accept us and just treat us with the decency that we deserve, and that sucks, so... If you are like me, you don't have to be exactly, you don't have to be aromantic asexual. You can be demi, you can be on any part of the asexual spectrum. You can be like fucking homo romantic or whatever the hell. Just know that you are okay and you are not broken and there is nothing wrong with you. And I know that's like the stereotypical thing to say, but I never got to hear it until I was an adult. And that sucks. And I wish that more people would tell us that. And it's hard. It's so hard. Like in the doctor, you know, they'll be like, oh, are you pregnant? Or do you think that you could be pregnant? No. Okay. Are you sexually active? No. Or like, what happened? A doctor was like, do you think you might be pregnant? And I was like, no. And she was like, oh yeah, because I'm on birth control. 
for my irregular periods. Um, yeah, I'm just going to tell you fucking everything about me. <laughs> like, you're just going to know a lot more. Um, which is another thing. Do not fucking ask somebody, well, why are you on birth control if you're not having sex? There are so many other reasons for birth control. Okay, it is not just for people who are sexually active. There are, like, hormones and shit in it that help people with different things with their ovaries or whatever. Don't fucking ask that question because you sound stupid. Just stop. I hate that shit. But she was, like, talking to me about birth control. And she was talking about, you know, using it at a certain time every night because I have the pill. I don't have the shot or anything like that. And I can't remember how it came up, but she was talking about, like, just to make sure that I was careful so that I didn't get pregnant. And I, um, I think she had asked me a question or something about it. And I didn't want to say I'm asexual because I feel like she would have been like, oh, maybe there's something wrong with your hormones. Maybe there's something wrong with your brain. We should fix that. We should do something different. Maybe it's medical. So instead, I just said I was gay. I was like, no, it's not possible for me to be pregnant because I'm a lesbian because that is like accepted. That's understandable. Or when I'm talking to a man and he has interest in me, I can't just be like, I'm asexual because he'll be like, oh, that's not a thing. I can change your mind. I'll be your first. I'll blow your mind. Blah, blah, blah. All this fucking shit. But if I just say, oh, no, I just I like women. Then it's like, oh, okay. Now I suddenly respect it. Like you're not available. That's fine. And that sucks. I shouldn't have to fucking say I'm gay. And I don't do that anymore. That was a few years ago. I don't do that now because I just I'm trying to destroy this like also okay people who are saying that asexuals can't wear low-cut tops or have tongue rings or try to look good like oh what's the point of you trying to lose weight you're not fucking anybody bitch because I like clothing and I can't fucking fit okay that's why fuck you it is not like we're just like everybody else and I'm so tired of this shit anyway I was talking to asexuals and then I started talking like about us to everybody else. I feel like I'm preaching to the choir. Ace faces, beautiful ass fucking people. You are cool. Okay. Talk to more people like you. Find a community. Don't let all of these fucking people tell you that you are messed up because I did that and I hated myself forever. And I still really struggle, obviously, with mental shit. But it is getting better because I am finally finding people that are more accepting and open-minded and understanding. And even if they don't necessarily get it, they still try. And that's awesome. And that's another reason why I did this podcast was because I wanted to kind of reach out to people who don't necessarily have things like that. You know, I lived in the country middle school and high school, dude, I lived in the fucking middle of nowhere. I didn't have peers around me. I didn't have neighbors that I could just go across the street and hang out. I didn't have any of that. And my Wi-Fi never fucking worked because I had, I don't know if I can say the company unless I'll get sued. I had a fucking ass Wi-Fi network. So I had no internet. I had no people around me except for the family that talked down to me. I was mad suicidal, my dude. I wanted to fucking die every day and it sucks. And I know that I'm not the only person who has ever or will ever be in that position. So I want to tell you, if you found this podcast, you found it for a reason. And also, if you want to hear something more lighthearted, you should look at my other stuff because it's a bit less intense. I don't know. This one is way too serious. For, listen, one thing I'm bad at is being serious. I I can't. I'm I'm talking onto a box. There's a mic on a box. I had a sock on a phone the other day. I don't know how to fucking do this shit right. It's very hard for me. But you best believe next week's episode is going to be about like assholes and fucking anal rosebuds or something. I showed my mom's boyfriend what a rosebud was. Okay, like straight up. <laughs> she was like, why, why are you talking to my boyfriend about anal prolapsing? And I was like, cause it's funny, mom. I don't know. We're all way too close. Anyway, I was talking about how like, now that I have stretched ears, I was like, I wonder if they have plugs that look like rosebuds or like little roses. Cause then it would just be funny. Cause like, I'm like, ha anus ears. Anyway, um, that was a hiccup. I think I got my foot's falling asleep. You can hear every move I make. <sighs> That's a very pretty flannel. I'm going to look into these clothes. My mom's got such cute clothes. Damn. 
anyway, um, I feel like there was more that I could have said, that I should have said, that I forgot to say, because I don't necessarily know how to, like, be organized when it comes to stuff like this. But, my Instagram is peace underscore love underscore ukulele. So if you are an ace person and you're like, oh my god, I, I want to talk to her because she seems like a cool ass bitch and we could hang, there's that. My Snapchat is I am the walrus XD. Okay. Like, we can hang. Fucking hang with me. Like, straight up be my friend because it is very lonely for a lot of us on Ace Island over here, okay? And I feel like we should absolutely connect. I'm so hungry, dude. I'm fucking starving. I want pizza or something. Um, chicken wings. I'm always eating chicken wings. I feel like chicken wings is like my sad food and it like cheers me up. Blue cheese. If you don't eat blue cheese, actually that's fine. That just means more blue cheese for me and I don't have to share. Um, I don't know. If you actually listen to this podcast and you made it through the whole thing, thank you. I really hope that it impacted at least one person somehow. You know, maybe you were a fucking asshole to an ace person and you're like, oh, I didn't realize I was being an asshole, but you were. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to talk down to anybody. I, I get, I'm still a little salty about certain things. You know, being talk, being spoken down to a lot has really kind of angered me so deeply that I'm, I'm really trying to like not be mean to anybody <laughs> because we're all just people um but if you listen to this thank you I appreciate that I really do and I hope that we can have a constructive conversation about it and if you you know I don't know want to talk about it with me on an next episode or something just reach out I really don't care honestly I'm not gonna fucking tell you what to do you can literally just close this app and never look at my shit again it is what it is. It is your life. I'm not gonna do a call to action like I probably should. I will just say thank you um, for sitting in this closet with me and dealing with my fucking mess of a podcast. And thank you for being in such close quarters with me. One more thing I forgot to mention, um, yes, I'm talking into my phone, shut up, um, asexuality is not a product of sexual trauma, okay, that was another thing that I meant to talk about when I was talking about shit that we were tired of hearing and, like, misconceptions, um, in my personal case, I don't speak for everybody, obviously, but in my case, I was very lucky, and I've never experienced any kind of sexual trauma molestation, abuse, you know, whatever. It just, it's never happened to me, thank God. Um, obviously my heart goes out to victims of people like that, but the point is, I mention that because a lot of people have said, like, well, who hurt you to make you this way? Or, like, oh, are you just afraid of sex because of your past? Like, no, bitch. Fuck you. Um, but I know it's not just us, you know. Lesbians have been asked the same question, like, oh, were you just you know, touched by men the wrong way and now you're afraid of them? Like, no, I just like pussy. Fuck you. Or like gay men even, they'll be like, oh, you know, maybe you were molested by your uncle or something when you were a kid and now it's all that you know. Like, no, dude, I'm just gay. Like, I just think that's so interesting that people seem to think that your orientation has something to do with men doing wrong. You know, because even straight people, like, they're like, oh, well, that girl, the reason that she's, like, so slutty is because she was probably touched as a kid or something, and now she's trying to take back her power. Like, maybe she just likes sex, dude. Maybe she just wants to get some D. Like, if your automatic assumption is that a man did wrong in somebody's life in order to make them that way, you gotta kind of just acknowledge the fact that men are shit. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but, like, that's not, okay. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be sexist, that's not what I meant, I just think it's interesting, because I've never heard a person be like, well, did a woman hurt you to make you this way, like, it's always a man, like, straight up, 
I don't know, maybe I'm just surrounded with really fucked up people who say that shit to me all the time. Maybe I'm the only one, but, like, that is another misconception that I'd like to debunk, okay? It is an orientation, just like everything else. It is not a product of trauma or abuse or anything like that, so fuck off, please? Thank you. Okay. Um, I don't really know how to end this because I had already ended it and I'm ending it again, so thank you for listening. And I'm sure there was a bunch of other shit that I forgot, but you know what? <sighs> I tried. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Sniffle.